Good morning, my lovelies. How are you guys? Wow. It has been such a busy month, you know, for me, and it's been great. It's been great. Um, but I have been on a spiritual journey this month, so much more so this month than any other month. And it has been crazy how it's just been hitting me right in the face. You know how sometimes you get signs like, Things will just pop up over and over again. Well, that's what's been happening to me. So if you guys are interested in learning about my spiritual journey, stay tuned. She got that daily dose of encouragement for you and me. She's always got the best stories of friendship and family. Welcome to the sweetest station in all the land. Sheena Diane. Thanks for sticking around, you guys. Oh, man. So, Dominic. Oh, we had we had an episode, you guys. So, my little three-year-old boy, he is into everything. A normal toddler. Um, and he's my first boy. So, let me just tell you. For those of you guys who have boys, hats off to you. My girls, who I thought were difficult at times, um, had more emotional issues. Uh, meaning they would just cry and get mad and, you know more uh moods dominic he is more physical and everything has to do with him touching it pulling it throwing it jumping on it oh my gosh it's like a monkey right so i've never had to experience this my girls were pretty calm in that sense um my youngest daughter who's eight she would fall a lot uh, but that's just because she's clumsy and doesn't watch where she's going but dominic purposely does things that literally give me a heart attack. Like he jumps off the couch and just flies in the air and doesn't have any regard to the floor being right there. So, so the day, um, it was about two days ago. It started out with him grabbing my wine, um, cabinet. So I have this, I have this wine, uh, cabinet that I got from my mom when she passed. Right. And it's really pretty. But the wine itself is kind of low, right? So the cabinet's really pretty, but where it holds the wine is kind of low. Low enough for my little son to touch it. Now, he's never, ever messed with it before. Um, and thankfully, there was only one wine on it. It was an aged wine that my mom had, and I was saving it for, like, a special occasion. It was a very nice, expensive wine, like one that's been sitting, you know, for 10 years or so. So... It was one of those special occasion ones that my mom had for a special occasion that never popped up. So I caught it. Anyway, long story short, he pulls on this rack that I have and it loosens the hold to the wine glass, the wine bottle. My bad. You guys can just imagine what happened. So I am sitting in the living room and all of a sudden we hear a huge shatter and I jump up. I run over and I like grab Dominic because I'm like, oh crap, he's going to step on glass, right? Glass and aged wine all over the floor. And we're not talking about a little like Arbor Mist bottle. We're talking about a large, like big bottle of wine. Um, I'm so devastated, you guys, not only because now I have glass all over the floor and I have to clean it, but this was like a really nice bottle of wine. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. So he, that has how the day started. He was just 
really into everything. And again, I never had to deal with this with the girls. And although we baby proofed and stuff, we really didn't have to go back and pick up every little thing that they could grab. They were pretty good. If I told them no, uh, most of the time they wouldn't do it. Like I just was pretty blessed with that. Um, you know, the, my kids were really good. Well, Dominic touches everything, touches everything. So that was the beginning of the day. The end of the day um, ended with us being in the ER. Yeah, you heard that right. We were in the hospital. So anyway, guys, what ended up happening is my son was in his playpen, right? We tried to um, make it to where he couldn't go run around touching everything. We enclosed him in his playpen, put a bunch of toys in there so he would keep himself occupied. But he wanted his sister's phone. So Kira, my 11-year-old, was sitting in the chair next to the playpen, my husband's easy chair. She was on her cell phone. Um, and before you guys start lecturing me about cell phones, I can talk to you guys about that a little bit later on why they have a cell phone. Cause that was not my intention for her to have a cell phone at 11. But anyway, um, so she's on her cell phone and he goes and reaches for it, right? She pulls away like, no. And when she does that, it makes him reach out even further, which causes him to do a somersault over his playpen and he hits his head on the tile lore. Okay. It was a pretty big drop. I mean, his playpen's not too high from the ground, but I mean, it was probably about four feet, um, you know, four feet up. So, you know, you can just imagine doing a somersault flipping on the back of your head. So he's screaming. And, uh, luckily I saw the whole thing cause I was right behind her chair. So I grabbed him as soon as he fell and picked him up and I'm, I'm consoling him and I'm, I'm like trying to calm him down. I'm looking for any bumps or anything on his head. And you guys, this is what scared me. And this is why we ended up in the hospital. He started vomiting profusely all over me within like two minutes. Um, sorry, I forgot to turn off my notifications, which I, I tend to do a lot. So started vomiting really bad, covered me with vomit, covered himself with vomit. I threw him in the bathtub, uh, took off my clothes and I told Johnny, I said, I have to take him to the hospital. The first sign of a concussion is, um, if they, if they fall asleep right away, right. That's usually like a sign. Uh, the second one is vomiting. So I knew for sure that I had to take him to the hospital because Sasha, my younger eight year old, she, um, never had a concussion, but she had a slight one, um, where it wasn't anything on her brain, uh, meaning her brain was okay, but she had a minor concussion, I guess. So, um, we, we knew the signs because the doctor had already informed us. So anyway, I don't mess around with head injuries. You know, he could be bleeding and I'll put a bandaid on it and he'll be fine. But head injuries, I do not mess with. I mean, I don't even mess around because this is, my husband was like, don't no, he's fine. He's fine. But in the back of my mind, you know, being the mom, I always think worst case scenario. And I'm like, I'm going to find him dead, like laying there in the bed. And I'm never going to forgive myself because he had some type of a head bleed or something. Right. So I rushed him to the hospital. Honestly, we were there probably only about three or four hours, which is amazing for a hospital. Right. So this happened at 7 PM. Um, we got in right away. I mean, we signed the paperwork and they like, didn't even let us wait in the waiting room. I had enough time to put my bag down and like get him situated. And then we called, we were called back. So we went in there right away. The doctor monitors them. They don't do an MRI because they say, um, or a CAT scan. Now they say, you know, they try to limit the amount of radiation that a child gets before 10. So they didn't really want to do it unless I 
said that I wanted it. And I was like, well, if you guys don't think he needs it, then I don't want to expose him to radiation. So anyway, uh, long story short, well, I guess it's long story long (laughs) at this point. Anyway, he had no concussion and we ended up getting sent home being uh, monitored. He had to be monitored every three hours for that entire evening. So what we decided to do, because uh, now he knows how to get over his playpen, um, his bed, his actual crib is way higher up because it's like all fancy smancy and it, you know, it's like high up from the ground. Um, So being the mom and the worst case scenario thinker, I was thinking, holy crap, he's going to crawl out over his bed. And he's like five or six feet up at this point from his crib. And he's going to be laying on the floor and I'm going to wake up and find him like bleeding. And I'm not going to know what to do because he's been laying there for like five hours. Right. So this is like my worst case scenario. My, my brain is playing. So I, I get home and I tell Johnny, all right, we're, we're taking down his bed. Like we have to take down his bed. Um, like make it into a toddler bed. So that's what we did. And now he's in the toddler bed. I'm so proud of him, you guys, because, um, I, I I really, I really thought because he's kind of into everything. I really thought he wasn't going to sleep. Like we were going to wake up and find him on the floor playing with his toys asleep. That has not happened. He's such a good boy. So I lay him in the bed and I tell him to be a good boy and be a big boy. You know, he's a big boy now, like his sisters are big and you know, he's got his own little bed and all that stuff. Um, And I rub his back and I sing to him and he stays in bed the entire night. Now he does wake up about 5 a.m., but we have a little baby gate that we put on his door. So he just plays, uh, which is kind of nice because he's not screaming in the morning because usually in the morning he'd be like, mama, you know, he'd be screaming to come out, you know, to get him out of his playpen or he'd start crying if nobody listened. You know what I mean? Uh, But now he just wakes up and he goes, plays with his toys and he just sings and he doesn't even yell or anything. So it's kind of nice. Uh, so that was the drama that happened. Um, so that was kind of interesting, right? Um, so anyway, going toward my spiritual journey, I know that was a uh, kind of off the subject, but so I don't know about you guys, um, on how you believe or anything like that, but I've been doing a lot of research on, uh, metaphysical science and, um, physics like, um, just the the way that the energy works in the world. Right. And it kind of happened by accident, but it's something that I've always been attuned to, right. I've always been attuned to energies. I've always been attuned to be able to like kind of discern people just by the way that I feel about them. Right. I know that may not sound right, but like I can always tell energies, um, dogs and animals, like I can connect with certain ones differently. Um, and I'm not talking about like psychic or anything. I'm just saying like, I am a very energy minded person and I can kind of feel energies around people. Um, and I've always been able to do that. Right. And and you get into the whole auras and things like, I don't see auras or anything. Um, I do see glows around people, but I don't know if that's auras because it's not really colorful. So I don't want to go into the weird part of it or anything, but I've been really researching this, uh, metaphysical, stuff, right? And I've always been into the secret. I know I've talked about that a thousand times on this channel. Um, and how positive thinking and stuff will manifest to have positive results. Uh, and I truly, truly believe that. So anyway, I don't remember what I was watching or maybe it popped up on YouTube. I don't know. Something popped up that really got me interested in this subject. Um, I started watching a documentary on Netflix, uh, and it was called What the Bleep Do We Know? If you guys haven't watched it, you guys got to check it out. It's it's really interesting. And it just talks about that physics, like the science of it and everything. And how like we actually control 
um, our body's mentalities, like even, even our weight. Right. Um, and I'm not trying to say that you're eating a donut thinking that you're going to lose weight. Right. Um, because you have to really be realistic, but, um, it, what it talks about is that if we see ourselves as this huge fat person and we look at ourselves and we say, I hate you, you're so ugly. Well, what that does is that just causes us to be ugly and it causes us to gain more weight because of the, the negative talk that we're, we're saying to ourselves. So if we look at ourselves and say, I love you for who you are and I know that you can get better. I'm striving to get better. I'm striving to do better. I want to lose the weight. Um, if you, if you start talking to yourself like that, then the cells in your body will continue to make that stuff happen. And I, I don't know how it works, but this is what I've been studying. So you guys, I've just been on this spiritual journey and the Lord has just been showing me all these different things that, you know, I really thought were quite odd. Um, just different things that have been popping up in my feed and in on the TV and on my YouTube. And it's like, why do these things just keep popping up? Right. Um, we can always say coincidence, but is there really such thing as a coincidence? Like, honestly, um, if you believe the way that I believe, then you know that God always puts things in your path for a reason. There's a reason for everything. And so it's really just been kind of taking me on this journey of learning about physical science and, um, metaphysical and all of this stuff manifesting. And it's just really crazy how, um, I've just been digging into this, you guys, like really strongly. And I just feel a pull to it. Um, so whatever it is that the Lord's trying to, uh, get me to realize it's kind of opening up my eyes a little bit about things that, you know, we don't, we just kind of ignore, you know what I mean? We kind of ignore things. Uh, we don't really think about it, but it's really kind of getting me more attuned to my spiritual side, which is quite nice. Um, you know, I'm not talking to ghosts or anything like that. <laughs> I don't want to go that far, but, um, it's just kind of helping me understand energy and how it works in our life and how everything around us has energy. Um, and that's kind of what it is that I'm focusing on more, like just the energy around us and how to be attuned to it and how to fill it out and, uh, that sort of thing, which I thought was kind of interesting and I'm really digging into it and loving it. So there's my spiritual journey, guys. If you have anything to add to that, um, let me know. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what your sites, uh, what your, you know, what your feelings are about it. Um, negative or positive, you know, I'm always open for criticism as well as positivity. Um, I like to hear both sides because you never know, you never know. And, um, you may say something that resonates with me, you know? So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. And I'm so glad that you are still listening to this channel, even though that I've been rambling for the last 15 minutes. I'm so sorry. But uh, I got to go check on my little man who's laying in his bed. He's so cute. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really proud of him for being a big boy and laying in his bed and, you know, actually falling asleep, which is amazing. <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, yeah, let me know what you think about my spiritual journey on this energy. And uh, if Maria Humphreys is listening to this, I know she can really tune in because she is a she um, does a lot of stuff with spirituality and angel reading, re angel card readings and stuff like that which I, I personally haven't gotten into, but uh, I find very interesting. So anyway, guys, um, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy listening to Sheena's audio blog, please consider donating to us on patreon.com slash Sheena Diane. Your contribution helps us to continue making these broadcasts as well as our blog, SheenaDiane.com. Thanks so much for listening. 
Hey guys, I love it when I get call-ins from you, and I just wanted to add some call-ins that I got from Jason B., my boy. Um, He's been following me since the very beginning uh, when I first got on Anchor, and he's amazing. If you guys haven't listened to his channel, head over to his side, um, to the dark side. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, head over there because he's amazing, and um, I just wanted to add some of uh, his insights of my spiritual journey on here because I think that he had a lot of really awesome things to say. Sheena Diane, so good to be back on your show and leave you a message. So a couple of things. Um, I was really enjoying listening to your, your spiritual talk and, and everything. And so the first, uh, it's going to be a couple call-ins. So the first part of this is um, there are no such thing as accidents. Everything is in a stasis of waiting to happen or won't happen. And not to get too scientific about it, but you know, like, like you were kind of explaining, you know, um, like how Dominic got hurt and stuff. And, and it was just like, you know, because of what you thought, you know, the reactions, like how your girls were and having a boy is obviously different. Um, you know, we don't think we, we, as parents, we don't always think about every single thing, you know, that hasn't happened because we don't want to live in We don't want to think about what's going to possibly hurt my child or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, and especially I have a one-year-old now and, and trust me that there's things that I look around in in my girlfriend's house and I, and I see, I'm like, nah, that ain't cool. This ain't safe. And I remember us getting an argument just the other day about it. And I'm like, look, you may want to decorate everything pretty, but you got to think about how active our daughter is. So it's either it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. It's a, it's kind of like a decision making. Anyway, so the laws of attraction work like what you put in is what you will get out. Good or bad doesn't make the decision and doesn't discriminate. So that right there is a really hard for a lot of people to understand. And your study of physics and science applies to the laws of nature and the laws of attraction and the laws of love. Now, a lot of people are afraid of the secret and um, what is given is what is received. I think it's what it's called. Um, Basically, any book about the laws of attraction or the laws of love. People want to know that God is in control of all of it. But no one possibly thinks that the laws of attraction is God's instrument of, of our lives. And the thing is, is that he gave us free will to decide. And the beautiful thing about that is when people say, what is God's will? Unfortunately, if we fully understand what God's will is, it would already be apparent and we would understand what the purpose of life really is. And furthermore, um, we're not, are the Bible... Christianity, it's all a big giant puzzle. It's not for us to live, you know, by pure instruction because human nature will, will go against it because we feel, because we have free will, we will always choose our own side before we'll choose God's side. So the laws of attraction is a tool that God gives us to remind ourselves that not that we just have control, but he lives within us to understand as the process of what we live with, what we do, how we talk, 
um, what we interact with, what we accept and what we don't accept is basically an understanding of cause and effect. And that goes into physics like, you know, what must go up must come down at some point. 